It's a question we have all asked ourselves at one time or another. What is my purpose in life? And while we all have many gifts and desires that are unique to us as individuals, we were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God our Father. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So in a world focused only on self, we want to shift the paradigm to be purposeful women of God. So join us as we change our focus from me to thee. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Women of God podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tabitha. And we're so happy you're joining us today. Thankfully, it's sunny today. Yes, if you listened to last week's episode, we were battling the rain and the storm, but today it is nice, so hopefully we won't have any interference with the weather. So yeah, hopefully a lot better sounding episode today. Yes, but happy 4th of July That's to everybody. Right. Happy Independence Day. Right, did y'all do anything fun or going to do anything fun for the 4th? Well, I mean, we're going to hang out with family and just yeah. go to the pool, that kind of thing. How about you guys? Us too, probably. Reese's birthday's on the 5th, so yes. it's like nothing but probably celebrating that. Celebrating him That's all right. week long. Yep. Yeah. All right. So last week we wrapped up our episode on the Proverbs 31 woman. So Tabitha, why don't you go into what we're going to be discussing today on the episode? Well, I believe it was back in 2020. We were on our way to the beach. The kids were preoccupied, and Derek and I were back and forth over what we were going to listen to, whether it was music or a podcast or a sermon. And I noticed that a pastor that we enjoy listening to from time to time, Pastor Jonathan Neese, had shared one of his sermons from the first week in July, reminding his congregation that it's halftime. And he used it as an opportunity to charge the congregation and also to challenge them So as we were thinking about what we were going to do going forward and planning this series, this sermon just kept coming back to my mind. So I can't take full credit for the concept, but I wanted to share some thoughts to encourage you to finish whatever you started. So we're going to talk about it's halftime, and we're going to continue on with talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. So Ashley, as we think about all of this, go back to January 2023. Did you make any New Year's resolutions this year? Oh, probably not many. (laughs) Um, Honestly, no. Um, I had more the year before, um, but this year, probably the only thing that I told myself was that I wanted to spend more time studying the Bible and getting into the Bible and, and just getting closer to the Lord. I think that was probably the only thing that I told myself that I really wanted to do this year. Um, So when you think about that, how do you feel like you're doing with those resolutions? But from my perspective, I would say you're probably doing pretty well because we've had to force ourselves yeah. to study a little bit more since we've started this podcast. This year has definitely been a better year. I'm not, so I will say that I have just recently started doing one of the challenges that I kind of had placed for myself, but I think we'll talk about that on one of the later episodes. But I didn't start in January, but hey, I'm starting now. So it's like you said. That's right. um, Yeah. And I know some people say that, well, we shouldn't make resolutions. We should just, you know, be evaluating ourselves all the time. And I think that that is true. But I personally, I love a new beginning. Yeah, I do too. To use that time to just reflect on what am I doing well? What do I want to continue doing? What do I need to work on? And then making a plan on how I can take steps to improve my life. And now we're officially halfway through the year. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask all of you that are listening, how are you doing? And think about that. I personally, I made two resolutions this year. One was to read the Bible through in a year. 
And the second one was to work out four times a week. I'm on track with the Bible reading. I'll be honest. So uh, I, I am over halfway through the Bible. And so, so far, I'm pretty consistent with that. But being completely honest, I have given up on the workout that I should be doing. <laughs> I got so bogged down. I did really well through until May. And you know when it's the end of the school year yeah. and you've got you all get out this of your stuff. routine. It's yes, so, and yeah. I just Summer I got so bogged down hard. with all that that I got off track. Yeah. And my health resolutions have been put to the side. And I just now we're here in July and I've not gotten back on track. So that's kind of you know what's going on with me, and I'm sure a lot of other people are facing that as well. Yeah, and I I have just recently, probably within the last few weeks, told myself that I'm going to start doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Right? And no, it's not the beginning of the year, but it's never too late to start doing something new. And one of mine was I wanted to read through the Bible. I've always, you know, I've never really had a plan to, to do that. Yeah. And so I started doing that, uh, I guess I'm on my third week now, and I've been using the Bible recap, and I love it. Yeah. So um, I'm starting on there, and it starts you with the day that you start, you know, if you use their play and use their app. So it doesn't matter when you start. You can start any time and read through it in a year. So I'm on track with that now, and I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just trying to eat healthier and just do do better things like that. I've really just started, like, the last few weeks. I don't know, things I'm like, okay, I'm going to take charge. I need to and, do better. Yeah. Yes, I need to do better. Well, as I was thinking about that it's halftime, because this is the first week of July, so this is beginning the last six months of the year, you know, it made me think of football, and in our home, we love Georgia football, go dogs. Um, but they, I'm not going to say can't. anything to that. You're not a fan, <laughs> I know, but they had a really great season this past year, but I specifically remember the Peach Bowl. And we were playing against Ohio State, and at halftime, Ohio State was winning 28-24. to 24. So think of if when halftime occurred that they all went into the locker room and Kirby Smart, their coach, just said, guys, it's halftime, we're down, let's just cut our losses, and let's just give up, let's just move on. But we know that he didn't say that. What I don't know what he said. Oh, but we probably I'm don't want to know. We probably don't want to know. But we know that he went in there and he fired those guys up. It's a yep. halftime, guys. Let's not give up. Don't give up. We have a chance at this. We can still succeed. And because of that, they persevered. And guess what? They won the game 42-41, to 41, and they advanced to the national championship. And I just think about how that applies to us now. Yeah, and I think there's so many other games that we can think of in our minds that have been won after being down at halftime. Yeah. So we can learn a lot when we think about how we're doing in regards to our goals and that it's only halftime. Yeah. I, I don't know why this came to mind, but I remember Aaron was running a race one year, and it was at uh, Gresham when they changed the old Peach State, and he he had to come into the pits. I mean, he was like – leaking oil. I don't even know what was happening, but he had to come in and he restarted in the back. I want to say almost twice. And he ended up coming to the front and winning the race. Like I would have never yeah. guessed that that would have happened, but it's don't give up. You yes. never know. Your wind's just around the corner. So. Yeah. And as we finished our family series last week, we ended, as Ashley already said, with the Proverbs 31 woman. But I couldn't help but think of the importance that was put on her health. And yeah. we, and when we think of health, 
there are three key areas that we always consider, and it's our mind, body, and soul. So Ashley, let's look at the verses in Proverbs 31 regarding these three key verses. And some we read last week, but maybe we didn't put a lot of emphasis on, and then others we might have overlooked and not really gone in depth on that. So let's let's read some of those verses. All right. So first, we're going to take a look at her mind. Verse 21 specifically says, She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She's not worried or anxious about what may come. And then in verse 27, it says, She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness, which tells us that she stays busy and doesn't allow her thoughts to overwhelm or consume her. We can learn a lot in regards to how she guards her mind. Yes. So a lot to learn in regards to our mind, but then also there are references in Proverbs 31 that talk about her body. Verse 17 says she girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. So not only is her mind strong, but so is her body. That's right. And finally, let's talk about her soul, her spiritual health, which we all know is very important. Yes. Um, We ended on this scripture last week, but verse 30 says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. She feared the Lord. And that word doesn't mean that she lived in fear of the Lord or that she was afraid of him or, or anything like that, but that she reverenced him. She respected the Lord and honored him with her life. Right. And I think it's just a great reminder that she was healthy in all three of these areas, her mind, body, and soul. So here's where it's a little tricky. You know, our whole theme here at Purposeful Women of God is changing focus from me, from myself, to thee, to God. So it's not all about us. We shouldn't live a self-centered life. Nowhere in scripture does it tell us to love ourselves more, which is what the secular world will tell us, right? That we just need to love ourselves more and self-care and Mm -hmm. self-love and all of this. And we're taught from that angle that we should always put ourselves first. And that's just not scriptural. No, it's not. And it's it's a lot of emotionalism, too. Yeah. When you start putting yourself first, you start leading with your emotions. Um, also, Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39 says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. It's like Aaron said, I just remember on the podcast, I love some me, right? But we're supposed to love others Others just as much as we love ourselves, more than we love ourselves. And Philippians 2, 3 says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. So just about, just like you talked about earlier, the Bible reiterates over and over to lift others up not ourselves, and love others as we love ourselves. Exactly. That is so true. But we also have to recognize in that that there is a balance, that our health matters. And going back to the Proverbs 31 woman, she would not be able to provide for others if she neglected her own needs, physically, mentally, and spiritually. All three of these areas are important. And most often, when one area is suffering, they all will suffer Yeah. And I think about that, you know, for us to be healthy mothers, even grandmothers, like Mm -hmm. we have to take care of our own health or how are we going to do the things that we want to do for our kids and our grandkids if we ourselves are not healthy? Well, that's, I think about like when I'm eating junk and I feel sluggish and we'll talk more about this, but 
I'm not considering anybody else. I'm constantly thinking about how terrible I feel. Or if my mind is racing and going in a million different directions, I'm not thinking about, you know, the needs of somebody else. I'm thinking about how overwhelmed I feel. That's right. And even spiritually, you know, when I think about when I'm not spending time with the Lord first and when I'm just jumping into my day, like I am suffering. And then if I'm suffering in one of those areas, it just pours over into all of those other areas and never am I considering other people. I'm constantly thinking about myself. Yeah. And like you said, it, it affects more people than just you. Okay. So looking at these attributes, looking at her mentally, physically, spiritually, and all those aspects, what is an area that you think you struggle with? Physically. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And why is that? Like, why do you think that now is this physically as in how you look, your appearance or how you feel both? Maybe both, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's the, you know, being a pastor's wife, we put in our home, we put a lot of emphasis on spiritual health. Right. So, you know, when we talk about our spiritual disciplines, reading our Bibles, praying, not that I'm perfect by any means, but that's probably more of a strength just because I know that I have to stay um, prepared in those areas because I may get asked questions or something like that. Um, But I feel like from the physical aspect, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, I'm a grab and go type person. I like my food, you know, (laughs) and being from the South, we like everything fried. And I just, so, and we'll talk about that in in its own episode, but that's probably where I struggle the most. But then that starts affecting me. Mentally. mentally, if I'm not exercising, right, it starts messing with my mind a little bit. Um, if I'm eating junk, like we talked about earlier, because you know, like I said, I'll, I'll grab and go with the kids and yeah. just you know, whatever's the most convenient, and I don't think about the health implications of that. Yeah. And then I start, I f- start feeling the effects of that. And so I would say that's probably my weakness. What would you say would be yours? Um. Probably, I, I probably the same is physically. I think we place a lot of emphasis on that too as women. Yeah. Outwardly as much as we do. Right. Inwardly, you know. Um, I, I want to get better in the spiritual aspect as far as just gaining more wisdom. And that's what I'm, like one right. of the goals I'm working towards. But probably the one that triggers me more than anything is physically. And, you know, I've, that's why I've been trying to do a lot of things here lately you know, just because I'm on the smaller side doesn't mean I'm healthy, <laughs> you know? Right. I've yeah. always said when I was smaller, when I was younger, I was still an unhealthy skinny, you know, oh, because yeah. I didn't eat right. And right. I'm still like that. I still don't necessarily eat right. And I and I need the more physical activity. I mean, because there are certain things that I do that I'm wore out and I'm like, I shouldn't yeah. be like this. I shouldn't feel like this from doing very little activity. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I think like those type things that I'm like, I really want to strength. It's more of strengthening myself physically to where I can do whatever I need to do. If I'm chasing my kids or, Mm -hmm. you know, if I need to stay up or if I need, there's something that I need to do that physically I'm strong enough to be able to do those things. And I think it just helps in the mental aspect of it well and we talked last week when we were talking you know about the proverbs 31 woman as well about how you know generations before us even just their day-to-day tasks like washing their clothes 
was more of a physical task. It was. So they stayed probably healthier in regards to that. They weren't, they didn't what have we a lot of idle time to yeah. sit down and snack and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, I even think about like my mom talking about growing up in the generation that she grew up in that she said, we did not snack like no. people do now. Well, we, because it wasn't readily available for you to go right. and grab a bag of chips or, yeah. you know, grab a soda or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, we call everything a Coke down yeah. here. <laughs> go grab a Coke, even if it's not a Coke. But I mean, that stuff was like luxury things if you got a Coke. That was expensive. Yeah. They didn't keep those things. Right. And they didn't have the processed you know, go get a, put an Eggo or a pancake yeah. or a frozen pancake or, you know, but I think that's why they st- stayed healthier because they didn't have all these processed foods that driving yeah. every meal of every day. Yeah. And it's affecting us. And then it once is. again, like we talked and about. And that affects it, your course, mind. Yes. I mean, the stuff that we're eating and when we really think about it and really try to study and look into the reasons that we feel the way that we feel a lot of times is because of the things we're eating. Yeah. Um, and that it affects you, you know, physically, mentally, everything. Well, and then mentally, you know, we have all these electronics that we have, you know, in the palm of our hand, we can Google anything. We can ask any questions. The devil himself. (laughs) But then how many times do we spend, you know, even myself last night, like I had been studying and preparing for this and it was already kind of late, but then I found myself before bed scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and all of that. And your mind never shuts down. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to go to bed right Mm -hmm. now. You're another thing is rest. And we want to talk about that. That's one of the things that we're going to talk about when we get into having a healthy body is that it's not just exercise. It's not just eating right. It's all my body time to rest and all together. I mean, they all play such a huge factor factor together so yeah we definitely want to get into on the next few episodes of how they all play a part in just helping us to just live better lives and the bible addresses all of these issues it gives us wisdom to be able to navigate through all of that and we need to listen to god's word so that we can be healthy not so that we can be like, oh, look at me, but so we're that we're not being supermodels or yes. anything like that, but no. just being, yeah. But so that our mind is not constantly on ourselves, right. but we're looking to other people. You know, when I feel good, I don't think about myself as much because I'm willing to help other yeah. people. You know, you feel better. You feel good enough to be able to extend that help. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly struggling with something that you're going through constantly it's very hard for you to extend help and to be able to help others because you're you're sick yourself and I know there's a lot of things that we can get into with that but just with talking about you know the Proverbs 31 woman last week we really looked at her faith family and finances this week we took a little different approach and considered her you know mind body and soul But as we always do every episode, what is the purpose for doing this today? Well, when we consider that we are halfway through the year, it is only halftime. I wanted us to look back at the Proverbs 31 woman and recognize the importance of our health, but to also remind us that this year is not over. And that if we recognized earlier in this year, back in January, that we were suffering in one or more of these areas and we have found ourselves falling short or having completely given up on our goals for this year, I just wanted to take this time to encourage you that the year is not over yet. And many victories have been won 
after halftime. This is your pep talk today. We today are your cheerleaders and we are cheering you on to keep going and to not give up. And we're encouraging one another. There are some things that Ashley and I have been talking about that we want to encourage each other to get healthy. Um, So Ashley, let's read a couple of verses to remind us to keep going because the Bible talks about this too, not giving up. Uh, 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that you may obtain. So whether you need to focus on your mind, body, or soul, there is a reward if you persevere. And then 2 Chronicles 15.7 says, Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. And finally, Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Those are all great reminders that if we work hard, there is a reward. And didn't the Proverbs 31 woman remind us of this as well? She It tells us she was blessed and she was praised. That was her reward for all that she did, for the woman that she was. That's right. So what is our challenge for today? Our challenge today is to remind all of our listeners that in order for us to be effective for the kingdom of God, we have to consider our own well-being. How healthy are you spiritually, physically, mentally? Maybe you set a goal for yourself in January. How are you doing with that? Maybe like me, you decided to read through the Bible, but you gave up in the middle of numbers, you know, like we all do sometimes. Um, you still have time to complete that goal. Or maybe your physical health has been on the back burner, but you're in a situation where you need to gain control of it. Again, whether it's through diet or exercise, take this time to set a goal or to revert back to what you resolved to do in January. Or maybe you've been sad or depressed and there's, there's something that's got to give regarding your mental state, your mental health. Maybe you recognize that you're spending a lot of time on social media or watching TV, or you need to set some boundaries for yourself because it's affecting your mental health. Do it. Now is the time. It is only half time. So set a goal and let's stick to it this time and let's cheer each other on to receive the reward and the prize for our hard work. And as we begin the series on health, we hope you tune in the next few weeks as we devote an episode to each one of these areas, mind, body, and soul. What does it mean to be healthy? How can we be healthy? And what are some simple changes that we can make in order to see improvements in each of these important areas of our lives? And our goal is not to be self-centered. We already talked about this, and I just want to reiterate that, but it is to live a healthy life. We are the temple of God, and in order to live a life of dignity and honor, as this Proverbs 31 woman did, we've got to gain control over whatever is hindering us, but it does start with self-evaluation. You know, where do we need to improve? What work do we need to do on ourselves in order to become that healthy woman that we know that we should be? Yeah, I like that. And that definitely challenges me. I'm on board with a challenge. So right. let's, we'll start let's next, do it. Week. next week. Mind, we body, and soul, and set some goals. And how can we achieve those goals? That's right. I'm excited, excited for this upcoming series. So thank you all so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to sharing the next few weeks with you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Check out our website, purposefulwomenofgod.com. And we appreciate 
you so much. Thank you for your love and your support. Remember, a sincere desire to become purposeful women of God starts with changing focus from me to thee. God bless from our hearts to yours. See ya. Bye.